glory. I want you to open your Bibles to the book of Joshua. We're going back to Joshua uh, chapter 1. Joshua chapter 1, uh, last week we began talking about developing courage, um, breaking the cycle of insecurity, amen? And I want to, I told you I'm going to be here for a couple more weeks, amen? Um, we've already seen verse 5, right? God told Joshua that no man will be able to stand before you, amen? No man will be able to stand before you. All the days of your life, you have the favor of God. He says right here, he says in verse 6, I'm going to do verse 6 and 7 today. He says, but be strong. See that? See, in addition to telling him to be courageous, he told him to be strong and courageous. Verse 6, he says, for you shall give this people possession of the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. Verse 7, there it is again. Only... Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left so that you may have what? Success wherever you go. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor. Developing courage. Amen. If we're going to enter or conquer greater things in life, and if we're going to break the cycle of insecurity, you and I must learn how to develop courage. I told you last week that courage is an issue of the heart. It is really your heart. Some of us may think, I don't have a heart issue. I'm good. I'm courageous. I can conquer my fears. I can move past whatever stands before me. But Deep down inside, in all of us, there, there is some insecurities. Am I right about it? But when you are presented, some of us, with opportunity and destiny, you become fearful. When you are presented with opportunity and destiny, you become fearful. In our passage today, we found that Joshua, as I told you last week, is getting ready to take Israel, the new generation, this new generation, this generation that, um, that had lived in the wilderness, but now they're getting ready to go into the promised land. They're getting ready to possess what God has promised. In verse 5, I told you that God said to Joshua that what I promise you, you're going to have. Oftentimes when, times when fear sets in, we can forget what God has promised us. The task before him was bigger than him. I'm trying to help somebody with something. The thing that you're facing in your life right now is bigger than you. And God is saying to you that you're going to need courage. You're going to have to develop courage. It was the fact that Joshua was getting to lead, getting ready to lead the same people 
the same stubborn people that he had watched all his life with Moses is the same people that he's getting ready to lead. I want to say this to you real quick. Oftentimes, when God gives you an assignment, amen, listen, it's about you changing, not changing the people where you're headed, amen? It's not changing the people that you're leading. It's you developing the courage to accept the assignment and then move forward with what God has asked you to do. Joshua needed this speech. And I want to tell you, this wasn't the first time that Joshua had heard these words about courage. So I'm cluing in that there's something wrong with Joshua. Joshua was scared. Do I have anybody here this morning that maybe you're afraid of something? You want to go forward, but it seems like every time you fill out the application, every time you go inquiring about a better situation, it seems like all the doors just keep closing or it looks harder than you think it is. And people keep telling you, you can't do it or it's too hard or you should take a shortcut. But can I tell you something? Whatever God has assigned to you to do, you got to do it. Do I have anybody? I want to see a church of people who have the courage to move forward. Joshua had God's calling. He had God's commissioning. He had God's command. But the question, how can you possess what God is offering to you? You may be presented with opportunities. You may be waiting for an opportunity. You may lack courage to go forward. But today, we will learn from Joshua how to break the cycle and develop courage to move forward into the promised blessings that God has for you. Do I have a witness? So how do you do that? Let's look at verse 6. It says, it says, be strong. God is speaking to Joshua again. And he says, be strong and courageous. Told you what courage is. Courage comes from the heart. Do I have a witness? Courage is something that is, that is developed in the heart. Now, watch this. A lot of us be friends. We say we're not scared, but we're terrified. Do I have anybody? See, your heart is where everything happens. Your heart is where your emotions are. And the truth be told, watch this, some of you are so afraid of certain things and certain people and certain opportunities that only you know your level of fear. Do I have anybody? It, your heart communicates fear. It communicates to you doubt, happiness, joy. And the Bible says out of the heart comes the issues of life. So how do we develop courage? First thing you want to do is by focusing on strengthening your heart. I'm going to say it one more time. The strength that God was telling Joshua to have was not physical strength, y'all. It was emotional strength. It was a heart that was strengthened based upon what Joshua had seen God do with Moses. Do I have anybody? In other words, people who lack courage are not strong in heart. They don't have strong hearts. People who lack courage, they lack 
having the ability to have a strong heart, which is a strong mind. Because the heart is the mind, the mind is the heart. And oftentimes, if God was talking about physical strength with Joshua here, when he says be strong and courageous, watch this, watch this now, watch this now, watch this. I want to show you something, watch this. Then he would have told Joshua, listen, I want you to go move the mountain. I want you to go move the wall. I want you to go through with your military force and take over Jericho. But he did not tell him to do that. What he told him to do is how you're going to take on Jericho. First, before you take on Jericho, you got to deal with the fears of your heart. I'm trying to help somebody with something. You can't move forward until you overcome your fears. You can't, you and I can't move forward until our hearts is strengthened. Joshua needed inner strength. Tell your neighbor inner strength to carry out the task at hand. In Deuteronomy 6, Moses said the same thing to Joshua. He told him, be strong and courageous. This is what he told him. Do not be afraid or tremble at them, for the Lord your God is the one who goes with you, and he will not fail you or forsake you. So I put two and three together, and I found out something. That Joshua was a man that needed to strain a strength. He needed his heart to be strengthened. Somebody here this morning, I want to tell you something. You're focusing on the outward appearance of things when you should be focusing on your heart. Some of us are weak in our hearts. Watch this. The moment something comes our way, our stomach starts hurting. <laughs> Headaches start coming in. <laughs> Amen. Because you're so afraid of what you're supposed to conquer. Listen, I told you last week, don't you fear people? But God was telling Joshua, focus on strengthening your heart. Watch the text. The text goes on to say, he says, be strong and courageous. Watch this now. For you shall give this people. Now, you see where it says, you shall? That is almost, it's an imperative. It's in the imperative mood. In other words, it's a fact that it's going to happen. Now, I'm trying to help somebody with something. Remember this, what God has for you is for you. Remember this, there are certain things that you can count on. Certain things that you can go to the bank with. Certain things from God's word when you read it. And it, certain things that pertains to your life that you have to believe if God says you shall have it, come on and help me somebody, that you shall have it. He says you shall possess, uh, uh, give this people possession of the land, which I swore, watch this, to their fathers to give them. So what we have tied up here are two things. Amen. We have a proposition, and then we have a promise. We have a proposition and we have a promise and we have a punctuation at the end because wherever God puts a period, don't you put a question mark. Do I have anybody? And so I'm trying to say to somebody here today, the next thing you got to do, you ready? You buy, the, next, the next way you develop your courage is by faith, accept your assignment. By faith, accept your what? You can run from your calling if you want. You can hide if you want. It, even if it gets difficult, even if it looks impossible, even if it looks bigger than you. Can I tell you something? What we're doing right now looks bigger than me. 
I'm going to say it one more time. It looks bigger than me, but I'm trying to help somebody. I'm trying to live this thing. I'm trying to show you that it's possible to do the impossible. But watch this. But you got to make sure that it's your faith that's driving you to your calling, that you have accepted your assignment, even if it looks hard. You got to remember who's sending you. Somebody here today, I want to tell you, there'll be people who will try to talk you out of your blessings, people who will try to talk you out of moving forward when you're calling people who say, man, you crazy, man, you ain't supposed to be doing that. But by faith, accept your assignment, because watch this, you have already won. If God says you shall, you shall. He says, you, you're the one I chose. You know what? You know what? Let me help somebody. Accept the fact that God chose you. You know, that's an insecurity. Oh, not me. No, no, it couldn't be me. No, no, not me. No, I'm not good enough. No, I'm not smart enough. No, I'm not talented enough. No, no. And that's the problem is you're looking at you and you're looking at the God who called you. You're not looking at the God who prepared you, who is preparing you. God doesn't want people who show up here with all kinds of degrees and certifications. And all. God wants to take the raw. Come on, somebody. And then he wants to strip them down. Come on, somebody. And he wants to rebuild them. He's like a potter on the wheel. He's like a diamond in the rough. And I'm trying to say to somebody here today, in order for you to be courageous by faith, you have to accept the assignment. The assignment that God has given you is going to always be bigger than you. Say, Pastor, how do I know? Listen, listen, if you want something to do, show up at 4139 Kiwani Street, Monday through Friday. There's all, I, I have, oh, if I had an opportunity, I would serve. If I, if I had a place to serve, I would serve, and I ain't seen you yet. Come on, somebody. Text goes on to say in verse 7. God, again, repeats himself. I want to show you there's two words here that repeated itself. He says, only. Now, isn't that something? God told him that he would go and get it. Y'all follow me? Then God says to him, I, I, it's, it's on a promise, they, uh, uh, Joshua, that you're running on, right? It was, it's on a promise that you're running on. Listen, I promised Abraham. And I delivered. Come on, somebody. I promised David and I delivered. I promised Daniel and I delivered. I promised my promises. How many believe that God's promises are true? How many know that God keeps his promises? Here's a promise. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Here's a promise. Amen. You ready? Weeping may endure for a night. <laughs> But joy comes in the morning. Here's a, here's a promise. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not. He says you will be like a tree firmly planted by the streams of water. And in whatever you do, you shall prosper. How many want to take him at his word? See, accepting your assignment is one thing, but you got to take God at his word. You got to believe what's in this Bible. You understand? That's what I told you last week. You can't doubt what's here and talk about praise the Lord. Do I have anybody? He says, only be strong. Now watch this. What, 
was wrong with Joshua that God kept repeating it. God added two words. He added the word only. That word only means, here's, what, here's what's so interesting about this word only. When he says only be strong, okay? I'm sorry, only be strong and very courageous. Those two little words. The word for only means thin. Thin, lean, but not lean because you're working out, lean because you're lacking food. Watch this, the word only there. Now, the word for very, the word means abundance. The word means much. The word means diligent. So what I put two and two together, I found out that Joshua was lean like an undernourished person and he lacked courage, yet God chose him for his character. Joshua's emotional and mental makeup was lean. Some of you are lacking nourishment spiritually. That's what I'm trying to say. Some of you are lacking spiritual nourishment. And watch this. You're going on intellect and you got to go with the spirit. So here's the next point. You ready? If you're going to develop courage by facing your weaknesses. By what? By facing your weaknesses. Somebody here today, I want to tell you something. You're weak, but you appear to be strong. And God says you have to face it so you can fix it. Come on, help me. I'm going to say it one more time. You got to what? Face it so you can fix it. He says, I want you to be, I don't want you to be lean. I don't want you to be have no, be enough nutrition that you need. Watch it. I'm talking about spiritually now. But if you're not eating his word, if you're not feeding on his word, if you're not feed, if you're feeding on what television is telling you, what Instagram is telling you, what Facebook is telling you, what some people are finding their significance and their hope online. But God says you can't get stronger if you spend more time, more FaceTime on Facebook. I'm trying to help somebody. I saw something with CNN. They said they're starting a news type of counseling now for phone addiction. I'm going to say it one more time. Phone addiction. Can you imagine? And, and we all are guilty. We can't put this thing down. It is an addiction that we cannot let go of, and it's consuming our time. You say, oh, but I'm reading my word. You ain't reading your word on there all the time. You ain't doing it. You should, yeah. I've been watching. I've been watching TV. No, you ain't doing. You peeking in on everybody else who's do who's appearing to do. I mean, let me help somebody. Son. All that stuff that's catfishing. Watch it. Something. Most of that stuff, it's not real. They only take a picture from the angle they want you to see. Come on, help me. They pump you up and pull you out, and then they have you watch this sitting by the, by the wayside, hoping that your day will come because you want to be IG famous. 
You want to be YouTube celebrities. You want to do this. You want to do that. But my point is this, saints, and I'm listen, I you we use all those platforms for the glory of God. But can I can I ask a question? Can I ask you something? Maybe you're weak because you're not focusing on the word. And and and, and look what he says next. This, this, this be my last. Yeah, this be my. I got one more. Watch, watch what he said. Watch what he said. He says, now be strong, courageous. I don't even know why I went there. He says, be careful to do to, to, to what? How can you do something you don't even read? How can you do something about what you want to do about in your life and you don't even follow the word of God? He says, be careful. See what he says? Be what? In other words, that word means that that word, that word, the Hebrew word there is Shema. And, and what the Hebrew boy or girl would do as they were growing up, they would be careful how they handle God's word. Man, we don't we put the Bible on the floor. We we put it in the back of our car. We, you know, I mean, just listen, listen. He said, be careful to do according to all the law, which Moses, my servant, what? commanded you so if we're going to develop courage the next thing is by faithfully listen to me real good following god's word by what faithfully following god's word if courage comes from the heart the only way your heart can be strengthened is through the word many people follow their own path they follow their own instructions They don't know that the word is where they find direction. It's not the self-help book. It's not motivational speeches. Saints, if you want to become a courageous person, you have to do. Notice it says do. It's an action word. You have to do according to all that the law of Moses commands. Can I help you with something? All you got to do is take one command. The Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be added unto you. You have to take up the word and you have to read it. But you have to apply it to your everyday life. Next week, I'll show you a little bit more about the word. But your word and courage, but the Bible says God told Joshua, Joshua, you got to be careful. You got to handle it a certain kind of way. You can't do it the way you want to do it. You got to follow the instructions that comes from the pulpit. You got to open the word of God and read it and apply it to every situation. Somebody here, I want to help you with something. You could be further along, but you've put the word aside. You put God aside. You put the church aside. You put your fellowship aside. Watch this. But you still want all the benefits of being a Christian. Do I have anybody? You can't follow your own path. There's a way that seemed right to a man, and the end thereof is what? Death. Listen, I want, I want to I tell you something. I, have, I had to develop courage. And I thank God that I speak always through the word. Amen. I, 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 listen, listen, I've learned that 
what if I try to pump myself up, it's not going to work. But I found out that if I if I find a promise. That's why I read God's word every day. God gave me a word yesterday. He said, the first shall be last. And the last shall be first. But I wasn't paying attention until this morning it came to me. <laughs> I said, I understand what you're saying, God. And then God gave me that word from Hosea this morning. He said, this is what he said. He says, now is the time. I'm trying to help somebody. This is why you got to read God's word. You have to follow God's word. You have to apply God's word. If you want to become a courageous person, you have to find in God, find your comfort, find your instructions from his word and apply it to your life and start living victoriously. Joshua would not have success if he did not follow God's word. May I ask you a question? Who has full authority over your life? Let me ask another question. Does the word have authority over you? Let, 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 me, show you, let me show you how that works. You're saying one thing, but I come, I come to you and I say, hey, this is what the Bible says. And then you say, Pastor, you're right. I'm going to change that. See, oftentimes people don't do that. People want to live their own way. They want to have, they want to build up what I call liquid courage. Weed courage. Uh-huh. Angry courage. Only when I'm mad, I, I act. Only when I get angry, then I change something. But liquid courage will run out. You ever notice after liquid courage, you got a hangover? Weed courage, you eat so much, you just sleep all day. Now you got gummies and CBD oil and all kinds of stuff that people are doing right now to build up the courage. Watch this. What's your drug to get courage? Oh, come on, help me, somebody. Someone's got to get so mad to say something about something to someone. But when you have courage from God, from his word, you don't need to do all that. You can handle whatever the enemy throws your way, and you can go forward and conquer your Canaan because Canaan is already. Can you imagine this? Let me help you with something. I'm, I'm ministering to you. Watch this. Do you not know that everything you need has already been prepared for you? All you have to do now, tell your neighbor, possess it. How are you going to possess it? Why did God tell Joshua to do according to the word that Moses commanded him? Because he was following the blueprint that Moses had. And somebody here this morning, you've changed blueprints. Matter of fact, you've changed architects. That's what you've done. You've changed architects. Watch this. So now you have a whole different blueprint for your life, and it's not according to God's word. Can I get a witness? Can I get a witness? Amen means you agree. Watch this. Watch this now. Watch the last point. Last point. Last point. He says, do not what? Is this making sense? Is this making sense? Am I making sense? Okay. He said, do not turn. First of all, he says, do it. And then he says, do not. Hold on a minute. He said, do. And then he says, what? Do not. Do not what? Oh, I got so many people that turn, y'all. 
I got so many people. And they say, it ain't about the church. It's about the word. You're no longer following the word. He says, do not turn from what? No, no, no. From what? From what? What's the it? The it is the word. Can I get a witness? Do not turn from it. I'm going to say it one more time. Do not turn from it. What is the it? Now, if I were to tell you, <laughs> if I were to tell you that I know the numbers for the lottery tonight, what you say? Ah, let me have them. And not only would you say, let me have them, but you would go down to that uh, Valero right here. Come on, somebody, right here. And guess what you do? You, you, you would buy it all up because you have what? Inside. You have a sure thing. Do I have a witness? You see, you see, when in the 80s, when they were fixing basketball games, the reason why so many people were betting everything they had because they knew, oh, I wish I had somebody. They had insight. They had an inside man who was going to drop the game. Do I have anybody? And I want to tell somebody here this morning, we got insight. You see, God told Joshua something that Joshua stood on. Watch the text. Watch the text. He says, do not turn. Can I ask you a question? What causes you to turn so much? You know what that word turn means? To abolish, to behead, to take the head off the word, or to take the head off your life, Lord Jesus. You encounter Christ through the word to cut off. And somebody here this morning, you've cut off the word. You can't come when you feel like it. It's either you're committed or you're not. You can't try it when you feel like it. Every time you're down, you want to get back. Oh, God, are good. God, are good. Man, listen, man, listen, listen. Something wrong with you. You know what the problem is with Christians? We have a hard time following instructions. We really do. We have a hard time following instructions as Christians. He says, do not turn from it to the what? To the right? Why didn't he want him to veer off the, okay. He said, don't go to the, don't turn from the right, don't the left. So in other words, he wanted to stay on a what? On a straight path. In other words, he says, so that you may have success. your question why aren't you living victoriously why aren't you living successfully listen you get paid and you're broke you're broke something happened tomorrow not all of you uh something happened tomorrow you gotta go borrow some of us we living on overdraft they love you they love you 
Oh, they love you. Oh, payday loans? Oh, they love you. Why is it as believers? Listen, when I come to church, I'm going to wear my best. And sometimes I don't wear everything I have because I don't want you to get the wrong idea about me. You understand what I'm saying? I keep it, keep it low. You understand what I'm saying? Keep it low. You know, every now and then I pull out something on you. But, 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 but listen, we are blessed people. I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about us. But why aren't we living successfully? Why aren't we living successfully? Because we turn from the word. I ain't telling you to follow me. I'm talking about tur don't stop turning from the word. Stop being sometimeish. Stop being fickle. Stop being up and down. When I get ready to preach, you check out. The, who does that? You want to leave so bad. Look what he said. <laughs> you can be courteous and successful if you stay committed to following God's word. The word you see, when you turn from the left to the right, when you turn from it, you lose every opportunity that God is offering you. Never, tell your neighbor, never turn from the word. You see, I don't know if you remember cordless phones, right? Y'all remember cordless phones? How many, how many got a cordless phone at the house? Well, oftentimes, remember when you would use a cordless phone, you would hear a clicking noise. And, and, and it continued for a little while just clicking, and it continued until all of a sudden the final click, and then the phone was dead. It had no power. Amen. The phone had no power. The reason why it was clicking, it was giving you the signal that it was getting ready to die. Because the receiver, it has been off the receiver. You remember leaving it on the couch? Amen. You left the receiver, you left it off the receiver for a long time. It, it, had, it had to be close. Come on, somebody, to the base where the power was. So when you walk over to the base and you put it back on the base after a little while, amen, you picked it up and it started working again. It had power again. Why? Because you brought it to where the power was. When you connect to the receiver, all of a sudden, you can hear again. Some of us have lives that are clicking and nothing is happening because we have not connected ourselves to the base because we've turned to the right and we've turned to the left and we have no power in our lives. And you're wondering, when will I be successful? But I stopped by to tell you tonight this morning, that you got to stay connected to the base. Give God a hand clap of praise. To God be the glory for the great things that he has done for us today. Man.